Hi everyone, this is Anna, and you're listening to my podcast on Heaven and Hell. One of my absolute favorite things to talk about when it comes to Bible study is perspective. I think praying when we study the Bible is so important. I think having a plan for studying the Bible is so important. I think having patience and just working through the process of studying the Bible is so important. But we've got to have perspective. And so the best way that I can think to describe this, I actually learned from one of my favorite books, which is Women of the Word by Jen Wilkins. Um, But she talks about perspective when you're reading the Bible, and she gives two different examples. She says, imagine that you're taking a road trip, and you're driving across the United States in your car. You're going to see so many different things, and you're going to be able to stop in each different state or in the different towns, and you get to see all the local sites. But if you were flying cross-country, you would see a very different view. You would see a bird's eye view. And you might not get to stop and see, you know, all the local things. You might not get to stop and see what makes each town or each city unique. But you get to see how they're all connected. And both of these perspectives are so, so important when we study the Bible. We need to be able to stop in at each book, each chapter, and see what makes it unique and see what makes it important and see all of those little details. But we also need to be able to see how they're all connected. We need to be able to have a bird's eye view. And so that's why we can't ever just take one verse or one scripture and gather meaning from that verse or that scripture by itself. We have to see how it's connected to every other scripture and to um, just the whole Bible. And so that can seem like a really daunting task. And you might be thinking, well, Anna, you've said before that we don't want to overwhelm ourselves with quantity when we read. And that's true. But um just doing a little research and just having a little background information goes such a long way when you're reading the Bible. And um, it, it reminds me of a conversation that I had with a friend um, a couple years back. We were talking about just our favorite books to read in the Bible. And I told her that I love the Old Testament. If I'm just going to sit down and read for pleasure or just read for fun, in the Bible, I'm going to read the Old Testament. I love um, some of those just accounts that we read in Genesis, and I love the stories of David in First and Second Samuel. Um, I even love reading about some of the prophets. I just, um, I get so much joy out of reading those, and she was shocked. She was like, oh no, I, I never read the Old Testament. I I'm a New Testament girl. I always want to read the New Testament. And um, I thought it was really interesting 
having that conversation, I would be interested to know from you guys, which one do you prefer reading, the Old Testament or the New Testament? But the truth is, at the end of the day, we need both. Both the Old Testament and the New Testament are so important to understanding God's plan for His people, God's plan for His church, and it gives us the whole picture. We need the whole Bible to get the whole picture. Who would have thought? But um, maybe you're new to studying the Bible, or maybe you've read some things that just don't make sense. If you read the New Testament without reading the Old Testament or without any background knowledge from the Old Testament, there are going to be things in the New Testament that make absolutely no sense. But if you read just the Old Testament, there's going to be things that you may think, hey, you know, this really isn't applicable to us today, or this doesn't, how does this fit in with culture today or with the church today? And so you're going to be left with a lot of questions if you're just going off the Old Testament. We need both. And so that's why perspective is so important, because um, just pulling one verse out of the Bible and looking at what it means, that's going to lead us to believe things that are not true about God and about His plan for us. And so I have a couple of examples that I want to look at today. One is, um, let's just start with like maybe a more, I don't want to say a more obvious example, but if you read the Old Testament it will be a more obvious example. If you look at the books of the law, let's like Leviticus, there are whole chapters in Leviticus that talk about animal sacrifices. Well, we don't make animal sacrifices today. We don't have to kill an animal and take it to the temple to like pay for our sins but they did back then. And there are some really, really detailed verses. Let's see if I can find one for us really quickly. There's one verse that I always come back to because it's just gross, really. All right, here it is. Leviticus 13.3. And the priest shall examine the diseased area on the skin of his body. And if the hair in the diseased area has turned white and the disease appears to be deeper than the skin of his body, it is a case of leprous disease. When the priest has examined him, he shall pronounce him unclean. Oh my goodness. When I have read, I actually really enjoy reading Leviticus but there's a few sections that like this and I'm like, I just can't, I can't deal. And it's the, it's these sections that I'm, I'm tempted to skip over because I'm like, it, this has nothing to do with me. I don't plan on catching leprosy. And also we don't have to go through these like procedures and whatnot for cleanliness anymore. But let's pause there and let's just talk about why perspective is important because there are scriptures in the old testament that um, present laws that are about like culture and um, health and um, even like medical practices and Things have changed so much since then, and we've come such a long ways in like medical practice that um, some of these things are not 
applicable to us anymore, but it would have been to them. And the reason why that scripture is so important is because they were looking at like who was allowed inside the camp and who was allowed to be near the priest and the sacrifice because I'm really like scaling it way back here, but um, anyone who entered into the temple, anyone who was going to make a sacrifice had to be clean because they had to be, they were entering into a holy place. And um, if any unclean thing entered, um, like the priest, when he entered, if he was unclean, he would die because he was coming into the presence of the Lord. And so um, that's why someone who was leprous had to be sent Someone who had leprosy had to be sent outside the camp. They just couldn't run the risk of multiple reasons. They couldn't run the risk of that person um, spreading their disease because they didn't have a way really to control that. Um, like with among the people, I'm getting way deeper into this whole thing than I meant to, but um, also they couldn't um, risk Um, any of those things that were going into the temple, into the holy place, becoming unclean. Okay, so all of that to say, we don't just pull out a random scripture. But here's my second example um, of how perspective helps us. I just got done studying the book of Hebrews with my uh, Tuesday night Bible study group here that meets at my house. And such a great book, um, Hebrews 11, the Hall of Faith, just um, really inspirational, really encouraging. But there are some other things in Hebrews that are really tough to understand. And one reason for that is because the book of Hebrews was written to Jewish Christians. And so it was written to this group of people who had their entire lives and for generations upon generations, their families' entire lives had followed the law that law that I was just talking about from the book of Leviticus. They had gone through all of these rituals, if you will, but they had like this checklist of all these things that they had to do to cover their sins. And then Jesus comes, he does the work on the cross, and he tells them that they've been delivered from the law, that he fulfilled everything that the law had set up and that they no longer had to do all of these things. And so basically these people who had decided, who were Jewish, who had decided to follow Jesus, Jewish Christians, they were turning their back on everything that they had been taught, every tradition, every everything that they had been taught, they were turning their back on it. And now they're going through all of this persecution and they're wanting to turn back and they're wanting to go back to what they had believed. So this book was written to a people who their confidence was in the things that they could see, the things that they could do to make them righteous, to make them right before God. And when Jesus came, he was telling them to have faith in what they could not see. And um, that's why that chapter, Hebrews 11, was so is so important and was so important to them too because it gives all of these examples of all of these people who they would have studied, who they would have known from the Old Testament. And it talks about how 
their lives were so much more than just making those animal sacrifices than all of those um, laws that they followed, but how they had a faith in something that they could not see and something they never would see and how they had a belief in a promise that even when all of those people, when they died, they still would not have seen that promise come to pass, but they had faith. And so the author of Hebrews is calling on the Jewish Christians when he wrote this to have faith in something they could not see because their whole life they had had faith in what they could see and what they could do. And so now that we know that, now that we have that background information on Hebrews and on who it was written to, it has so much more meaning, but it also teaches us something about ourselves. And that's that we have to do that same thing that those Jewish Christians had to do. And we have to examine ourselves and say, do we have faith just in what we can see and what we can do to make ourselves righteous? Or do we have faith in what Jesus did on the cross, in the things that are not visible, in the things that we cannot see? Um, And do we have faith that that is what can bring us to a right standing with God, the finished work that Jesus um, completed there at Calvary? It really gives a whole new meaning to Hebrews 11.1, 1, this verse that many of us may be familiar with. Now, faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. For by it, the people of old received their commendation. And I'm going to read it in another version. KJV says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. It gives a whole new meaning to faith, believing in the things that we can't see when we think about where God's people came from, that they believed only in what they could see. And man, that's just so convicting to me too, because if I'm not careful, I will fall right into the same boat that those Jewish Christians were in. And I will believe that my righteousness um, comes from what I can do to make myself right before God. And in that way, I'm not having faith in what Jesus did. Um, I'm going back to, that's legalism. I'm going back to um, believing that a law, that what I can do can save me. And so um, that's just a great place to check my faith. I want to wrap up our discussion here on perspective with this last verse um, that I'm going to read from Hebrews. And I want to just recap really quickly that the Bible, we can look at it book by book and we can take in all of those details or we can look at it from a bird's eye view and we need both to see how it's all connected and how it all points to Jesus. And so when we do that, we find out they were not really that much different from those who were in the Old Testament, from the church in the New Testament, um, and even today, because we have faith in those things that are not visible, and we're also believing for a promise. And so this is Hebrews eleven thirteen says, These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them far off, 
and were persuaded of them and embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. Guys, we have seen the promise in Jesus and what he did on Calvary for us, but there is another promise. And so faith is that link between the rest that we receive here when we stop striving and we believe in the work that Jesus did at Calvary. And um, it's the link between that and the rest that we're going to receive when we get to heaven. And so in that way, we're just like those pilgrims that it's talking about. We're just like those uh, men and women of faith, those men and women of old, because they knew that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. And hey, so are we. And I'm looking forward to seeing all of them when I get to heaven. But most of all, I'm looking forward to seeing Jesus and I bet he's going to give me a lot of perspective on things that I did not understand here on earth. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me on my podcast today. To wrap this thing up, I want you to repeat after me. Say, I am a Bible reader. I can understand God's word. And I will be changed by what I learn. Hey guys, you're going to change so much more than just your own life. By understanding God's word, you're going to change your family, your community, and this world. Thank you for joining me and I'll see you again soon.